one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talksport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast. We'll be your host, Andy Goldstein. Yes, yeah, still got the long hair. Get over it. Now, we start today's podcast with Bayern Munich, the holders, would you believe, getting dumped out of the Champions League at the hands of PSG or Paris Saint-Germain, as they're known. And Chelsea, annoyingly, progressing to the final four of the Champions League, dispatching, no one talks like that, dispatching FC Porto, just call them Porto. Anyway, here's how it all sounded across the TalkSport network on TalkSport. Chelsea nil, Porto one on the night. Chelsea heading through, two on an aggregate. The final whistle goes, and Chelsea are three games away from Champions League glory. I can imagine that both games were not the nicest game to watch on the on the television for for spectators who who look for, for entertainment. I can totally accept, but it's very hard to to play your best game against Porto, and it is a performance also a part of performance to not let your opponent perform. So this is what they do and this is what we do also. And today it was the day to hang in, to show all the effort, all the intensity, all the team spirit that is needed. They are through to the last four where they'll play either Liverpool or Real Madrid. They're in a good half of the draw. You know, when you look at the, the potential opposition compared to what they could have, they're one great performance away from a final. I can't believe we're in the semi-final of the Champions League. It's um, it's it's quite unbelievable when you think if we, if we concede as few chances and as keep clean sheets as we we've got a chance you know we've got a chance if they get let's just say they, they get a 1-0 win you know in, in the first leg and it's a brilliant performance and they play like this and, and get a 0-0 or a 1-1 in the second leg you're through so it's one great performance they just need those front players to step up the other side of the draw is scarier you look at PSG have just gone through against Bayern they'll probably meet Man City that's a scary side of the draw we've still got to take care of whoever we meet look I'm hopeful I was with the majority of Chelsea, the vast majority of Chelsea fans didn't want Lampard to be sacked obviously we all love the guy I think you have to say we've been proved wrong with the result can't believe how quick they've turned around but the football oh, it is dire I don't enjoy watching us I mean as you said the results are the main thing if we win things this season great but the thought of maybe not winning stuff this season and even not winning stuff next season and having to watch this week in, week out fills me with dread, really. A wonderful bicycle kick into the net from Terrini that is absolutely sensational. It may be too late for Porto. I mean, that's Trevor Sinclair-esque, isn't it? QPR, you know, for those that remember oh. that one. You know, TalkSport's very own Trevor. And that's it. Bayern Munich, the holders are out. And Paris Saint-Germain, for the second time in as many seasons, have made it through to the Champions League semi-finals. They conceded one goal, and I think they did really well to keep it at that. 
Uh, and, you know, credit to them because, you know, they've slain two sort of European giants, really. And this is, you know, Potts taking PSG maybe to that sort of next level. Di Maria chests it down, angle oh! side, Neymar can't put it home, and it's put behind for a corner by Jerome Boateng. Oh, that was like Gascoigne in Euro 96. Neymar was centimetres away from connecting. They beat Barcelona, obviously, um, come here now, beat Bayern Munich. Yes, they lost on the night, but I think they could have scored two or three goals on another day. They defended for their lives. That's some outstanding performances. You look at, you know, Kimbembe, Danalo at the, in the middle of the park. Navas, when he had to make saves, he did. I thought the fullbacks were excellent, especially Dagba, who had a tough customer in Coman. But look, when you've got the likes of Neymar in that sort of form, give him the ball and he can create something out of nothing. Now, Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp and defender Andy Robertson have been speaking to TalkSport ahead of the match against Real Madrid. Come on, Madrid. We'll hear from Robbo on the chances of recreating another Barcelona night without the fans. That won't happen. But first up, it's the Klopster and whether or not he plans to change the way they approach the game after the 3-1 defeat in the first leg. Yeah, my guess is he will want to change that. He obviously wants to win the game rather than lose it again. 3-1. The situation is clear. The, that's why this competition is so interesting because you have this these rules like the away goal counts um, different and all these kind of things, and um, so that makes it really exciting. And um, we will see. And we should not concede. And if we then can create more than we had at Madrid, and that should be not that should be possible because we didn't have a lot. Then we will see what we get in the end. And Liverpool's good work has come to nothing. Real Madrid restore their two-goal advantage and that is a big step towards the semi-finals our percentage of involvement was too high definitely so we have to defend Real Madrid on a really high level and then we have to create ourselves and that's what we will try that's it pretty much I cannot invent any new things just because we are 3-1 down we will use the usual tools of football or we'll try at least it's Bebo Garrigi again he scored two one out of them has scored two and the miracle is 11 minutes away from fruition. It is 4-0 to Liverpool. The Barcelona game, look, I don't think it's any secret. And I think the manager said it before that that wouldn't be possible without the fans. The fans made us feel 10 feet tall. They made us, you know, believe even more so. You know, in that changing room before that game, we believed we could overturn it. But walking out to 55,000 other people that believed it just gave you that extra, you know, that extra 5-10%, which makes a huge difference. But tomorrow we need to create that ourselves. Of course, look, our fans are watching at home and they'll be kicking every ball with us. But, you know, we need to try and create that atmosphere in the changing room before we go out and, and on the pitch. Now, Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola, Guardiola, has been speaking to TalkSports' Ian, the Moosey Abrahams, ahead of their match, Man City's, not the Mooseys, against Dortmund tonight, live, would you believe, on TalkSport. Ian, Moosey, started asking Pep, Guardiola, Guardiola, if he learned anything new about Erling Haaland, having seen him play last week. Good question, Moose. No, no, we analysed the team as a team. Dortmund as a team, not just one play. Of course, the quality we knew it before, we know it now. But uh, as a team, what they have done, they, when imagine they can they can do, and especially, especially, especially what we have to do. So we're going to try to do what we have done this year many times to win the game. So one game at a time. This is another one. We won the first. We want to go there to try to to win. I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows, but we're going to try to win. I just wondered how big a game and how big a, a mental test it is for your team. 
because it's a quarterfinal and because in the past you've been knocked out at the quarterfinal stage. And Manchester City are back in the position they were 10 minutes ago. They now only have 12 minutes to find the equalising goal or they're going out. Just how big mentally it is to get over this particular hurdle. I would say it's a pleasure to be again here. Next season will be again because we're already qualified for the next Champions League uh, tournament. So and it's a pleasure to be here and I'm going to try to... We prepared these last two days and tomorrow we fly. Good dinner and focus for tomorrow to do our game. This is uh, what we have to do and we are uh, looking forward. It's a competition, like many things can happen, nothing is guaranteed. We have a good result for our first game and we are going nothing to defend, if not nothing, everything to win. For the fact the game we're going to play to win the game. Now, could Harry Kane seriously leave Spurs and join local rivals Chelsea? Well, he won't be joining PSG anyway, according to the French football writer Julien Laurent. We'll hear from two former Spurs players, Darren Bent, because we could, and David Ginola, because he's worth it. And the Southampton legend, Matt Letizier, who was famously a one-club man himself. Yeah, his local Conservative club, they loved him. He was brilliant at Domino's. But here's Adrian and Goffey on drive, entertaining the idea of Kane actually moving to Stamford Bridge. Wouldn't happen. Now, I don't have any kind of information that Kane is going to go to Chelsea. But you cannot, you cannot rule Chelsea out money to money talk correct and, and if they're one of the clubs that can afford him it, 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 it's a choice he has if he, it's his choice to leave he might he might choose to stay at Tottenham right as Alan Shearer stayed at Newcastle for many years when he had other offers I'm sure and Kane might stay at Tottenham but he might not there might come a point where he says enough's enough also when it comes to make a decision like that, you can also refer to the family. If the family is fine in London, he might find interesting to see and play for a London club and stay in London. He's an English boy, he's, uh, he loves London, and maybe, maybe we consider an offer from a, a, London, a London club. As much as Bosch would love him up in Paris, and, and uh, I would think that Harry could find it attractive to come to PSG and work again with Bosch, I think financially and dealing with Daniel Levy might make this one a bit too complicated this time. He's better than that, if I'm honest, in terms of going to the French League. Um, Manchester City, we, we know they can afford him. That's the, probably the obvious one that makes sense, but it looks like they're all in to try and get Haaland. And I even think Manchester United. And when you think, you think of him at Manchester United, with what they've really got their building, you talk about if he was to go in at centre-forward, Rashford one side, Greenwood, Fernandez, Pogba, put Harry Kane in that Manchester United team. If Harry Kane feels like he wants to go and break every goal-scoring record at Spurs, and he wants to try to stay there to help his team win a trophy, because I think if he was to go to a Manchester City or a Barcelona and win a trophy, you know, I don't think that would be as special to him as if he stayed at Spurs and helped them to win a trophy. As Lampard and Terry lift the Champions League trophy for Chelsea. They are regularly competitive in Europe. If they're not in the Champions League, they win the Europa League. They don't just take part in it, they win the flipping thing. This is a successful football club. The most successful London football club of recent times. And what do we know about London? Harry Kane loves living here. If he's going to join another London club to stay at home, then it probably well, will be Chelsea, won't it? Now, with Billy Gilmore again left out of the Chelsea squad for the game against Porto, Jim White, not the snooker player, and Simon Jordan, 
toyed with the idea of making changes to the loan market to allow players to go on loan outside the regulated transfer windows. Simon, would you believe, isn't a fan of the transfer window, but does see issues of a free-for-all market. Of course he does. First and foremost, my position is there shouldn't be a transfer window anyway. I think that's ridiculous. All it's done is create an upward pressure and opportunities for agents to rinse more fees out of football clubs. But the loan system, I think, is a perfect example of how young players can go out and learn their trade to some extent. Should the loan market be opened up all year round? Yeah, I think it should. But like everything in football, you'll find it abused. People will dip in and out of the loan market and undermine the very thing the transfer market is supposed to do, which is stabilise the movement of players and the supplementation of squad. Yeah. And you'll get players going, I'm not going to stay here because I'm not happy at earning my place in the squad I'm going to go out and loan I think there should be a flexible market market full stop I don't think there should be a transfer window I know you do with your ghastly little yellow tie twice a year but I <laughs> don't think that there should be a transfer window I think it's a restriction of trade and an opportunity for agents and what we also don't want is yeah. a loan market to be another opportunity for the slugs of the world like Mina Riola to come out and monetise loan moves next <laughs> Now, ahead of Southampton's massive FA Cup semi on Sunday against Leicester, live, by the way, on TalkSport, a section of Saints supporters are starting to turn on manager Ralphie Hassan-Huntley. We'll also hear from Latisse on why they played so bad against West Brom, but here's South Coast reporter Alex the Crookster Crook to tell us more. I think he is there for the long haul. He signed a new contract uh, before the season started. The release clause in that contract, if a top club wanted to take him, is £20 million. So that's a significant amount of money uh, for anybody to pay to prize him away. So I do expect him to be there uh, for the foreseeable future. But I do think that he needs to make some adjustments. He's not great at, at turning it around in-game. I mean, even that Manchester United game, they didn't need to lose 9-0 at Old Trafford. They went 4-0 down and it should have been damage limitation, but they kept attacking, kept playing the way he wants them to play and ended up on the end of a, of a hiding. And maybe for the first time, just scrolling through social media last night, if they lose this semi-final against Leicester and Leicester are the favourites, there are Southampton fans just, just beginning to turn on Ralph Hasner, which I think is a bit harsh. And Matt Phillips scores and makes it 2-0 to West Bromwich Albion 34 and a half minutes played and it's a disaster for Southampton it did appear from that certainly from that first half that the players just weren't quite going at it at 100% like there were players in the team who were thinking don't really want to get injured for, mm-hmm. for next weekend they'll really want to be playing at Wembley and so uh, I, I just felt like it didn't look like that first half there was a 100% commitment from the team and you can't just call it a blip now and it's very hard to see how they bounce back from such a heavy defeat against West Bromwich Albion to Leicester because at least Leicester in the second half at West Ham showed a bit of spirit got themselves back in the game could even have mm. nicked a point at the end that, that wasn't the case with Southampton last night it was marginally better uh, in the second half but it couldn't get much worse than the first now, staying with Southampton, 25 years ago, they beat Manchester United 3-1 at the Dale. That's Southampton's old ground, if you're 22 years old. And Sir Alex Ferguson ordered the United players to change their kit at half-time. Matt Letizia played in the game for the Saints and admitted he didn't even realise they'd made the switch for the second half. Didn't even realise. Unbelievable. That was a fantastic day and a, and a fantastic first-half performance mm. from Southampton that day, which belied really the season that had gone before it. it it was strange i'm not i thinking back i'm not sure i actually realized at the time that they changed their shirts when i came out for the second half and we hear word from the dressing room corridor that they've asked for and received permission from the referee to change into blue and white their official excuse is that they couldn't spot each other out there on the pitch i think i only realized after the game when some when a reporter 
uh, in the car park when I was going to my car because we didn't really have press conferences in those days. You know, the reporters would just grab you on the way to your car and just go, uh, so Matt, have you got a, have you got a minute for a, a chat? And, and I'm sure I remember one of the reporters come up to me and said, what do you think about Man United changing their shirts at half time? And, I, and I'm pretty sure I looked at him and I went, did they? Now, would Brighton's Eve Basuma improve every side in the Premier League? Yes, he would, apparently. That's according to Adrian Durham. Here's Aid to tell us why. And this does come with a warning game because it contains some singing from Adrian at the end. Apologies. He gets into every single team. He's the player Thomas Party wishes he was, okay? <laughs> Seriously, he even gets into Man City's team. And I appreciate they've got Fernandinho, but he's uh, better than Rodri. He would get into Manchester City's team. He, he's exactly what Man United need, isn't he? Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I'm, I'm thinking. I saw him first time live. They lost to Spurs one nil at the new stadium, and he was sensational. I mean, he just, he was so good at reading everything, controlling midfield, setting the tempo, and he's just got better and better since then. So I can see him go to any club. And the great thing about him is that he has a fantastic song among the Brighton fans. Does he? Yes, he does. So they uh, sing all this. And then it gets to the main bit. Here we go. Bisuma! That's nearly it for another podcasty thing. Before I go, let me tell you about lots of live football are coming your way across the TalkSport network. Tonight from 7, you can hear live commentary. Come on, the Dortmund against Man City in the Champions League. We, of course, take calls from 10pm on the back of it. And, uh, oh, that's it, actually. Just Dortmund against Man City. What more do you want, huh? Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm back on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, tonight from 10pm. Alongside the fun boy world, we'll be taking your calls, of course, on City and Liverpool both crashing out the competition. Oh, my goodness. If that happens, I'll do it for free. I won't do it for free. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.